We're live starting now. All right. All right. Let's do this. We got podcast number two. Episode two. We got a new channel name, Time of Life. It's Time of Life. And uh, I'm going to start with this question for you. Do you think college is worth it? See, um, I think college is worth it to some people and college is not worth it at the same time. It's kind of a, it's kind of one of those real, you don't really know if it's going to be worth it or not until you really like decide what you really want to do in life. Yeah. Like if you know, if you know what you want to do and it requires a college degree, then you should obviously go for it. But if there's other ways to maybe achieve this, maybe college isn't the best like uh like music a lot of like i'm not bashing on anyone who goes into college for music well like a music producer yeah i can see why you go to college for that but at the same time you could still learn the exact same thing if you did an internship somewhere where you're not being paid but you're at least getting all the experience about it and you'll be able to learn everything with it as well rather than most college will not teach you hands-on experience they won't really understand no yeah yeah um yeah i feel like music especially is one of those things where you can kind of figure it out on your own in a way like like production wise well you mean like if you're on your own producer yeah but people go into music like for other things that seems kind of like useless like getting a music degree to me just seems kind of useless in some sort of like situations yeah i can i can kind of understand that piece but like at the same time i think back to the original question here is college worth it for everybody yeah i mean like most people say this and you'll hear it from several other students and everything You don't really go there unless you're doing something that's going to pay very, very well. Because unless you enjoy it, doing it. Yeah, obviously, if you enjoy doing it, but you can still get your work your way around how to do things. If you own your own company, who's going to tell you you're not hired? Exactly. So it's like it's going to take a lot more effort, time and effort and work for it. But instead of spending those let's say for example it's 20 grand a semester that's 40 grand a year times that by four just for the standard bachelor's degree that's one hundred sixty thousand dollars i don't think anybody has like one hundred sixty thousand who's really going to college unless you're somebody who's born rich they come into a very wealthy family right unless you get scholarships and all that well yeah but with scholarships it like really makes sense why they do it obviously they they see potential in you yeah yeah, I can see that. But at the same time, like if you're going to go to college and you're going to do a psychology degree and then end up owning your own business, what the hell did you go to school well, then for? Again, I guess you can't really like predict the future. Like, yeah, to me, the way I see it is that you should have a backup plan for your backup plan. You should have multiple plans well, it's like a, you can't have all you your eggs in one basket. Yeah, you exactly. got to spread it out because if one of those fail. Yeah, you can't go into just one thing without knowing the risks, first of all, and then not also having a backup plan because if all else fails, you're screwed. 
probably. Yeah, hundred percent. Because if you have, it's just like having multiple in incomes. Like you can't rely all on one job because I don't think one job will securely place you for a retirement plan where you can actually retire in life. Now, if you because if you ever get let go from that job, who's going to really be like, okay, here's your security deposit. You have steady streams of income coming in despite this one payment a month. So instead of having one job, you're having like maybe you have a job, your own job, and then you have a passive income stream such as like cryptocurrency, stocks, investments like that. And then you have a side hustle, say you have more than one job. Yeah, that's definitely two streams of income, but at the same time, you're trading your time for money at all times. Right. And if you do that enough, you're going to get burnt out from it, and you're going to be sick of it, and you don't want to do that anymore. Right. So eventually, you want to you want to work your way to still keeping on with your time versus money plan. But you also want to have passive income coming in with, like, say, cryptocurrency, investments, stocks, anything like that, bonds, paying for businesses, buying your own business and owning it. Yeah, I do agree that investing, especially, like, at a young age, you should start investing as soon as you can by all means because your future self will thank you and... I, I mean that like literally like you need to start ASAP if you haven't go right now I, I mean it doesn't people don't realize you can be working and making $30,000 a year and still become a millionaire by a time of age 50 well yeah it's, you're gonna it's be not really rocket science you know like especially nowadays when we have our technology are in our right in the palm of our hands we can literally do all this stuff for free and never before seen has this ever happened uh in the planet and i feel like nowadays our generation especially is gonna start realizing hey this is really important like this needs to get done like, but i this- think in uh in our generation now like the generation that's gonna be the new generation i should say gen z and gen x i believe by the time we're 65 and we're ready to retire I don't think million dollars is going to be enough according to inflation. Like houses are like almost half of that. Like well, what are you supposed to do? Well, it depends on your income too. Well, yeah, it depends on your income, but you're only going to get, I don't even know if social security is going to be around anymore. So we're not going to get a straight, a steady check every month with social security. But that's why you can't rely on social security. Well, yeah, especially for generation Z, they're trying to get rid of it altogether. I think it should be almost where we are responsible for our own income and spend is spending 12 or I would say most people spend anywhere from a thousand to $10,000 just in social security alone. What if instead of doing that, now you have, you invest all that money, a thousand dollars to $10,000, depending on your income stream and everything like that. Instead of that going for taxes into the government where they pay the, older folks i believe right from the beginning that the younger generation should start saving all that money it should be like a almost a mandatory force that you're forced to pay this but you know 
that you can retire at any point and that's the amount of money you get at the very end of it. So kind of like a 401k. It's essentially like a 401k except you're not putting money into the tax of social security at all. So it's like a Roth IRA and a 401k. Well, no, because not so much a you don't, you don't it's not growing. Like a 401k if you invest money, most companies will match it to a certain degree. Yeah. Say if you put $5 into a 401k and your company matches it's basically it, free money like why yeah it's essentially wanna, free money at the same time but you don't really have necessarily control over that where you don't get to scale how much you get out of it if you're not saving it and you're putting in something that could actually make you money such as a fourplex a triplex a duplex where you're investing that money and you bought this thing or you're renting it out until you pay it off by the other renters while you're saving all that money and you're actually making money essentially where they're paying all your bills and it's got maybe like 150 to a thousand dollars a month which is relatively cheap for rent especially now but at the same time, I don't really think a million dollars would be enough to retire now. I think you need at least five or ten million now because inflation is going to go up even more. Yeah, but and I don't think inflation is going to be up that much. And plus, well, have you seen what COVID has done? Like it's changed. I think uh, fifteen to twenty percent because they delayed it because I think the inflation rate was seven percent, three and a half to seven percent. Based on their numbers and their budget and everything with the government, it's changed from three and a half to seven percent, anywhere in between that range over the last two years. Instead of seeing that steady, steady inflation, we saw it all at once because COVID kind of put a pause on all of that inflation because they were making so much money and everything, and the government was handing out this AKA free money that really wasn't free because now we're paying the price for it for the inflation rates to actually pay that back that's why we had such a good not bear market but the the recession no 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 it's not the bear market but it's the (sighs) bull market yeah the bull market so we had a very good bull market in America and now we're seeing a small recession right now because we all the inflation hit so all of the recessions coming in all at once where we had a really really good bull market now we have financial analysis and the government and all them taking trying to in decrease well, it as the reason much why as we possible. had a, we had a good bull market was because everyone was spending yeah, and when everyone COVID spends, was spent, COVID everyone, was making when it everyone's that way. spending, and when people are getting all those stimulus checks, they would a lot of times invest it into the stock market, which would probably be ideal, which would cause everything to go up. And especially right now, what we're seeing uh, with higher inflations, our economy, our stock market, especially right now, is going up. Like this is the time to buy, especially since everything is low, and. Well, I think we're I think we're steadily getting back to the the flat line of when we get back to yeah, our like we're reaching bull like market our, our peaks pretty much. Well, I wouldn't say necessarily our peaks, but we are definitely going back to the main line of when it's like in between 
the bull and the bear market. Like the bear market right now is like it's still a really good time to buy now. It's, it's not like a Ethereum where it was nine hundred dollars. I think it was eight hundred and sixty dollars at its lowest point in this small recession so far. It might go it might go down a little bit more especially, but I still it's at two thousand dollars now. Now if you bought it at that eight hundred dollars, you'd already be up a double. But Ethereum before COVID happened was at thirty five hundred dollars so you're almost tripling your money if you invested it at that eight hundred dollars no yeah because i when it was at that nine hundred dollar peak i put in like a couple hundred dollars and i made probably like a hundred two hundred bucks and then i sold it but i feel like right now this is the time where if our younger generation can make this become make this millions of dollars in the stock market because recessions create wealth recessions creations create wealth yeah generational 100%. wealth and this is one of those things where it's like a once in a lifetime opportunity uh, for young buyers and like i said like it's it, it who knows nobody really knows what's gonna happen it could completely crash or not we don't know but based off the gdp charts we have been a recession for the past what six seven months i would say probably four or five months no i wouldn't say six uh, seven months well, because back march in, in july or in march. january no mark march January's is when everything when, started going January's like skyrocketing down first quarter uh starts of the gdp yeah but then at the same time i think march is when everybody started realizing no, we're going into because remember because remember that's when everything in january that's when everything like crashed a little bit yeah and it was like a that, smaller crash and then march like really freaking hit and then i think may made it luna that's when luna went to almost it's almost zero right now it's at I think it's almost the same price as Shiba Uno right now. So it's like ridiculously low. It went from like $120 to like point one. Yeah, it, it's going to be hard to recover. One millionth of a cent. I don't think Luna is going to really recover. I don't think Luna is going to recover. I think that. it is going to zero. There's, I don't think there is a going to be a recovery for Luna at all. I think everybody just sold out of it. And there's a lot of investors who tried to get in on that coin before, as it was dropping. And it just dropped even more and just tanked it. It's down 99.9%. So right. I don't think it. the only way it's going to go to zero, if it hit everybody sells and they're like, yeah, there's no more potential in this. I still think there are still some holders. But I think after a certain point, if there's less than maybe a, a thousand holders or a thousand shares in total, Old, yeah, it's just gonna be gone. There's it, nobody's it, gonna buy that stuff to anymore. To me, it all just depends on supply and demand. Well, yeah, like in a basis, why would you be investing your money into any other cryptocurrency besides Bitcoin? Like, what what well, does that sort of stuff hold value? Like, compared well, to Ethereum stock, has a lot of value compared to a lot of other but, ones. But what I'm saying is, why? Like, why do people want to be invested in these cryptocurrencies when we can just be using our regular usd usd currency they want the get rich quick scheme they want it but why do they think that it's a quick get rich quick scheme you know what i mean because like, people have done it before 
That's why and during the recession when people bought Dogecoin at such low, now it's super like it's six cents now. Like it used to be point zero 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 four, I think, roughly around there. And now it's at six cents, but it hit the peak of seventy two cents. So obviously people were like, Oh my gosh, we can make a ton of money out of this and I know a couple like, people who invested a thousand dollars. A stock holds its value based off dividends, right? You agree that people buy stocks for dividends. That's kind of like a big reason why people buy stocks is receive those dividends over time, which they can reinvest, compound interest, basic stock market. But for a cryptocurrency, what what does that sort of thing hold value to? It's not. It like, just depends on. Like, sure, you can buy things. Like people used to use Bitcoin on the black market to buy stuff. But, but I think uh, the U.S. dollar is no longer going to be useful. But eventually, why, why would it not be useful? Like, well, because you see how much the dollar is worth today. It's nowhere near. But it's, it's worth the same as thing. it was before. It's the same thing with crypto. Crypto is even worse. It fluctuates up and down 10, 20%. Yeah, but that's because like, not enough people are invested in it. And that's why. Now, if everybody held on to it, I think it'd be a huge market and everything would be super high with prices and everything. Because now places are accepting Ethereum, they're accepting Bitcoin, they're accepting all these high valued cryptocurrencies and people are paying with ethereum like ethereum is probably one of the most used purchase platforms like especially like logan paul's original 99s people are trading u.s dollars for ethereum because right. it's a tradable ob not object it's a, well, it's a tradable, well, it's a tradable currency. currency that's what it is it's like holding on to something valuable that you know is worth so much of value compared to the US dollars. So people are like, okay, yeah, I can spend $300,000 worth of Ethereum on this one NFT, one platform, one picture, stuff like that. But to me, it just seems like Ethereum and Bitcoin, sure, but everything else, like everything other than Bitcoin, Ethereum, all those other cryptocurrencies, NFTs, well, Avalanche, Solana. I mean, sure solana has its values because it's sustainable but and it's i don't think there's no there's the one thing that i think most investors don't understand with cryptocurrencies don't invest in something you don't know like exactly, if you don't know right? how to read the charts that's what i'm saying is the majority of people don't understand what even a cryptocurrency is like you know what i mean yeah, it's just trading a U.S. dollar for cryptocurrency instead. It's just another form of currency. That's all it is. But there's put. more. There's more to it than just that. Like there has to be more to it than just that. But I feel like people don't know the value of what they're getting into, and they don't necessarily learn. They just want to do like what you mentioned before: get rich quick, kind of sense. Yeah, I mean, that's 100% understandable, but what about, um, let's introduce something new here. I want to I kind of transform a little bit. So we all know a lot more people in this generation is going more to the gym. They're more concerned about their health than anything. 
like do you see how much the this generation has kind of transformed everything we have learned about health like before we didn't really recognize it as much because there was less gematic genetic can't speak genetically modified foods where they actually didn't really necessarily care as much about their health like in the 1960s everybody was way less obese in america because genetically modified food wasn't really around then and now it's like 2020 and you can literally buy like genetically modified crap essentially at taco bell mcdonald's right where the your body's literally like i'm rejecting this i'm gonna go to the toilet right now (laughs) especially with taco bell for a lot of people because nothing in it is really nutritional there's no good fiber in it well i also like to mention like you point out how our like we're our generation is kind of leaning towards getting into the gym and stuff. And I kind of think that that's kind of like an influence sort of thing. People are on TikTok and Instagram yeah, that's, all the time. I think that's a lot to do with at, social media they too. They look at these big bodybuilders or like they see like these transformation videos of a 600 pound man turning into this like lean ripped 100 lean clean machine exactly exactly they want to feel that way they want to be motivated just like how these people were so i have a feeling that social media kind of influenced and that's why that was like kind of my next topic like Social media can be very negative at times. There but is it can a lot also of, be like pretty positive. Yeah, it could be. It just depends on your perspective of social media. Now, if you're following a bunch of girls who like, yeah, and just like, oh, they're so hot, they're so hot, and stuff like that. Like, nobody's gonna really care about that. Essentially, they're just doing it for views. They don't. Ca- they don't care what you say to them. They're just gonna be like, oh, they're so used to compliments. And I think that's what kind of ruined the impersonal relationships with a lot of people because social media has made it where instead of going talk to the girl itself like in person they're going to follow up on facebook or instagram or snapchat they're going to reach out to them that via that way instead of actually going up to them and talking to them like you can't have a real relationship unless you really go in person and talk to them and have a good date with them instead of talking feel, to them online. People feel more compliant to their phones and actually feel more like comfortable on their phones than they would if they were actually in person. Like in the sixties, nobody was like hiding in their house because nobody had phones. Nobody yeah, because was they they weren't Everyone born. Was so used to the real world and real world like actions and everything like this. Yeah, and that's why. I almost believe that we should have, like, how could we even solve this? Like, I believe there is a couple ways we could solve it. Most people are lazy. Like, most spend most day on their phones, scrolling through TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. But they don't get the bigger picture. And then, then they don't get the bigger picture. They're just, like, depressed all the time because they realize everybody else is having fun without them. And that's what social media does. And that's what the bad part of social media is. And that's what another thing is. People only show their best lives on social media. And nobody's going to show anything else but 
their best. Yeah, and I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but at no, the same like time, kinda it kind of makes everybody depressed and then essentially makes them obese because food is antidepressant. So people eat like a stress, more. Like a stress disorder, kind of. Like yeah, it's almost like a stress disorder. Stress. But at the same time, I think social media has made people obese. Like the only way... You, do, you can really fix yourself as a human person and actually understand yourself is you have to get rid of a lot of things related to social media because you can't judge yourself to others. If you're judging yourself to others and comparing yourself to them, you're not going to really understand what it's like on your own. Like, right. I you- believe... What is the way we can fix it? What do you think we Social can media do? Or no, like, just uh, making it so people aren't lazy anymore. How to motivate them to go to the gym. How to do all that. Uh, well, I feel like, yeah, like TikTok and Instagram are like big motivations. But at the same time, are they really going to do it? Like, I feel like. Yeah, but how about this? The, what if uh, there was time bans where you would be banned from your phone. You would have essentially a reset a couple weeks out of the year. Like you're required to go on your vacation, but with that vacation, you're not allowed to do anything. You're not allowed to look at your phone. You're not allowed to use your phone for a week essentially because- that would kind of like take away the freedom of having a phone. And people need to realize that you can literally just put down your phone. And get the fuck up. Yeah, and but the do it. Like, but the thing is, they have dopamine levels, and your brain is statistically wanting to be lazy. It wants to forget a lot of things, so it's not gonna. It's trying to make it as lazy as possible, because working your brain is hard for your brain. So, and your brain requires calories to do it. It's just like your brain works just like the human body in the gym. The only way your mind is going to work and actually become stronger is if you're doing things to improve yourself mentally. Like, yeah, you could be going to the gym and all that stuff. Like, that's just improving your physical attributes. And then later you could, like, go have a six-pack of soda or something, six-pack of beer or something like that. Then you just ruined your physical attributes. With your brain, the only way it becomes stronger... It's essentially the same as by working it out. as by working out. If you're going to be eating those six cans of soda or scrolling <laughs> through social media for six hours a day, your brain is going to become mush. It's not going right. to be mentally strong anymore. It's not going to be that as capable as it can be. It's just like um, I can't remember his name, but he was the big Navy SEAL who. He did all these different things in his life. He he still runs like marathons and triathlons, like 100 ultra marathons. He wrote a book about no excuses. Like he... Well, there is no excuses. But to people on social media, they think they can do it by just doing nothing. And people realize and don't realize, sorry, people don't realize that you're not going to get anything in life without doing it. And working hard is the only motivation because it's not going to be something quick that just comes to you. It takes time. Anything. Working out, getting a good physique, opening your business, reaching that milestone in your life, it all takes 
time and people don't understand it especially in this generation they want stuff handed to them right away they want yeah and that's that part of that get rich get quit exactly yeah and people don't realize that that's not the way life ever is going to be yeah the only way i think life is really should be treated is hard work and dedication you got to have the ambition you got to have the drive and you have to be patient sometimes unfortunately we try to skip over being patient like you may have that ambition but you may and you may have that drive but you don't have the patience that's what a lot of people are lacking now and i think that's one way we could fix it is we can force people to be patient essentially we're not really forcing them but at the same time when you go on vacation, you shouldn't be able to look at your phone. You should be able to learn how to be patient and be like, okay, I can wait a week for things. And that's and why I'm saying when you're on can, When you're on vacation, you really shouldn't be looking at your phone. Yeah, when you're on like vacation, you, you should be giving should be your enjoying, mind a break. You yeah, should be giving you your body a break. You should be enjoying the scenery. Like what Essentially, you're, you're refreshing you your entire brain and your body. Yeah. That's what a yeah. vacant vacation should be now if you're doing that 24 7 yeah no duh you're gonna be bored all the time right like that's what that's part of the rich mentality is they're bored because things are like free to them so they're like well what the hell this is like kind of boring i don't really have to work for it it feels like and to yeah them. and this is a good topic too what if you were so rich like people are so rich well, it's that just they like, have so much money to do nothing, but what you wouldn't want to do nothing. So like, I feel like people need to be doing some sort of work to really keep them from not getting bored. You know? Yeah, like, and so especially with social media, like social media, after a certain point, you're just gonna be bored looking at it. Like, you're gonna be like, oh my gosh, what the hell did I even spend those hundred hours on TikTok in the last month? Like, that's just insane to me. Like, you just spent 100 hours on that instead of spending 100 times working, 100 hours working on yourself right. as a person and as a human being. Like, you need to grow as a person. That's the only way you're going to succeed at life. Like, we only have a limited time on life, limited time on Earth, I should say, and or Mars, whenever Elon Musk launches his rocket and everything like that. On Mars. Yeah, we're going to Mars. Uh, But yeah, like I was saying, you only have limited time in life. You only have limited time. There's no real excuse. You can't (laughs) keep making excuses about everything. There's no point in just not doing nothing all day. You can't sit around all day. There's no reason you should be sitting around doing nothing people you should, should be getting be up finding, and doing something people should be finding themselves and like find what their your passions are exactly your group your passions it could be anything literally you just whatever makes you happy you should literally be doing it and a lot of people don't or they do and they don't they find their happiness and they don't do it instead they sit around and watch tiktok all day yeah and then there's a lot ideal. of like well i mean there's some very inspirational TikToks and there's some very inspirational other things. But are they going to do it? Probably not. They look at it like, oh yeah, that guy's got it, but I don't. Well, yeah, you got to work for it. Still, the only way you're going to get there is you work for it. it. And they don't realize that work mentality. Yeah, especially like 
getting abs quick. Like there's no such thing as getting abs quick. You have to spend years of training really getting those defined, really good looking abs. And you have to work on your nutrition, your sleep. You have to make sure you're mentally able to do all of that. That's why a lot of people who are boxers and stuff, they go to therapy because it's mentally tough with nutrition. It is super mentally tough. And the only way that a lot of people learn is they learn about themselves through other people because you don't really realize what yourself is capable of until you have others around you supporting you and fixing your mistakes, but you're not essentially fixing your mistakes, but they're like there to guide you a little bit better and help you through your mistakes. So the only way you can really grow as a person is if you have the good people around you and teaching you the things that you're doing wrong and pointing out the things, your mistakes. That's the only way you're going to grow as a person because by the time you learn yourself that, it could be done much shorter time period than it would. It's just like having a mentor, like I said before. The only way you can really grow as a person is having that mentor. That's how you grow very successful kind of like faster. You look at like I look up to you in a way. Yeah, essentially like that. But like a lot of people have these role models. Yeah, I can hundred percent agree. Role models are very very good. Like even though you're not meant being like phys- one in person, in person I should say, or even online in contact with them. People can look at people, more successful people's lives, like The Rock. He was like super motivated. He learned how to create his own brand. He learned how he became The Rock, how he did all these WWE nutrition-wise. He's able to do all those things, but he had a role model at one point in life. I guarantee he still has a role model because he wants to compete with others, and that's what's really great about having a good group of friends is if you compete with everybody you're going to be want you're going to want to be the best you don't right. it, it's essentially if you are the best of a group you need to leave and find a different group or help them grow as a person themselves and it teaches you how to grow as a person as well at the same time like obviously you don't always you can't always teach people new tricks. Like some people are just not willing to put that time and effort into growing themselves. So if you find those people who are not willing to grow themselves, you need to find new people. Like you're not going to grow yourself. You're going to be more lazy. You're going to be unable to do these things that you really want to do in life. If you have bad people around you, like the only way you could really grow is that competition. I believe so, right? Right, yeah, I agree. Like, competition in anything is important because it keeps you motivated throughout, like, anything. Sports, uh, businesses, workplace, competition is always in everyone's lives. Like, and I feel like it's one of those things that is necessary, whether you like it or not. Yeah, but, yeah, I think different things are very difficult like you can't you can't really go multiple fields 
and not expect and not or expect to get the same result as you did the previous one like sports the only way you're going to be successful i believe you can't i don't think you can be i mean yeah there is some exceptions in the world but at the same time you're going to have that one sport you're better at than the rest of them right and like for me like i found my passion around swimming because i don't really care for a lot of the other ones like yeah, running's good, but I'm not the fastest at that. I football, I don't want head injuries. I don't want these. You got to find that perfect sport for you, especially as a high school student. Like if you get around that team environment, your yeah. your mentality and changes. Knowing this, when I was in high school, you first off make so many friends joining some sports sport. And yeah, I think club if activity. you're you feel lonely, join a club in high school and I 100% not only that literally it. the time goes by super fast like way faster well that's because you're you having imagine. fun exactly it's that have fun you wouldn't be having fun if you were just sitting at home all day long right I don't think nobody would have fun sitting at no, home doing so nothing dude. like it's very boring and nobody really grows as a person that way right exactly having that mentality of getting up every day knowing you're a part of something knowing you're a part of a team and that team is environment really is like one of the biggest things that the wwe takes advantage of but at the same time it's i wouldn't say take advantage of that sounds very bad i mean like they have these programs where they actually find college students to join the wwe and they grow them Wrestling? when they're still in college yeah i was watching the impulsive the other day with uh I can't remember whoever the manager one of the managers of WWE talks about it where he wants the only way they can really find that next Conor McGregor the best people they found were college athletes because after college most of those athletes other than like football players and Olympic athletes who are going to really put that time and effort into something and still be part of that team effort because people grind for that. They love that team environment and everything. But as I was saying, isn't, the WWE. Let me just point out something. Isn't WWE fake? Um. Yes and no. So why would they take like? But WWE, the reason why they're so so successful. I think we talked about it last podcast. The reason why WWE is so successful is because they're very good at telling a story in WrestleMania. Like, most of their stuff is not about the tip tricks and stuff like that. Yeah, it's really cool it's when they the see all that. And stuff like that but if you're much. like, oh, he's just going to do a double backflip. Oh, that's kind of boring. And he comes out with some twist combo right. where you were never expecting that. They just screwed with your emotions, and you're going to remember that the rest of your time because they're very good at twisting your emotions. If they're like, do it, do it, do it, do it, and they're like, they got you emotionally invested in something, you're going to be more capable of really going after that, and like you'd be more excited to see something when you're personally motivated by something. Right, yeah. But... Because they don't, they don't, they don't hit each other. I mean, like it's all, it's all. Um. It's yes scripted. and no. They they like, do and do not. Like, are you kidding like me? You act. can't fake a fucking 
you go hand off the rails and you're like literally hitting somebody on top of a table. Yeah, there is some safety precautions around it. When I used to do karate, we would have these self-defense like tournaments or whatever. And you would have like your partner and yourself and you guys would come up with this sort of like self-defense form basically and the other person would be the attacker and you would be like the defender defending yourself and literally speaking of this now it's literally just almost like WWE it was all fake obviously we would have fake props like knives and guns and we would take each other down but I guarantee if you get hit by a fucking chair it's gonna hurt and they well yeah but guess what that chair is probably not real it's probably it's, completely most fake. of the time it is actually it's like, maybe a little less uh you know they make like, it sound okay. like it's much louder than it is you but at the same time movies, it's not a foam chair though at the same time you know how i know it's not a foam chair but you know how in movies how they have like those glasses and you break on somebody you obviously don't you think mean sugar glass yeah you don't think that those are real glasses right well nobody but well movie props is totally different though at the same time you still have to protect the people like WrestleMania, yeah, it may be fake. Some of it may be fake, but not all of it. I don't believe it is. I think it's a lot more now. If it was like a real street fight, you fought on concrete. No, yeah, yeah. you would fucking hear the shit out of that. But then somebody would be like almost dead because of that. Instead, they have their platform, they which is more like flexible, protected from everyone else. It makes especially. it. I think what they're it's a liability stages, a liability issue basically. Yeah, it's still protected by insurance, but you'll hear that WWE back then you could you were there were more people being injured a lot more than there are now because they have to follow a safety guideline. So this new platform on WWE the the ring, I would say, let's just say the ring. Like, yeah, the ropes are probably more flexible than everything. Or they're probably more sturdy flexible, I should say. So you'll get more jump out of it. But the the platform itself, it's going to be a little bit more bendy than it used to be. But it's still going to hold you. And it's still going to hurt. But it's not going to hurt as bad. bad. It's essentially like boxing gloves. So instead of you actually hitting with your hand, which is a, like essentially we'll compare it to concrete. Instead of hitting with concrete, now you're hitting with a little bit of foam pad, so you have a little less. It's based on physics, I'll say this. If you have it all hit you at once, like it's going to hurt a lot more. Now if it spreads that pain over a little bit longer time, it's not going to be as big of an impact to you as it would the other way around. If it was hard concrete, you're going to feel every single bit of that really fast and that's what breaks bones and everything now if you have a little dve doesn't have that like no i guarantee they do they have that platform is still sturdy but they make it so it's sturdy as it's bending but the ground isn't like concrete or anything it's like a certain material that yeah it's a certain material that's what i'm saying it's a little bit certain to yeah it's still gonna hurt but it's definitely not gonna be as bad it's concrete or platform like like real wood i think it's still they made it so it's a little bit more flexible so it wouldn't hurt so bad and as it flexes it they makes kinda, it louder i, like, yeah, I think it makes it louder that illusion that they're being like thrown down really 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 hurt but yeah. they're really like they're, not all the way hurt that's what i mean i mean well, yeah i could like, still see it's still gonna hurt a lot like foam pads and wrestling mats 
you get thrown over your head, like you're going to feel that in your stomach. It's not going to be as bad as if it was on concrete. You'd be like broken bones and everything. You'd be almost dead with that. But at least you'll be able to recover with foam pads rather than concrete. And that's essentially what WWE is. You're still going to recover from it. It's not like it's not going to hurt, though. It's going to hurt, but just not as bad. And that's what I think WD has done really well about is they're very good. They're trying to be more safety precautions than they were. Oh, yeah. Obviously, they don't want to, like, injure anybody. Well, because they want to keep like the that. show keep going on. Like, exactly. that's yeah. one of your job. You don't want to be hurt. You want to go home the same way you came in. You don't Whether want to Whether as, be- like, UFC and MMA, that stuff is real, obviously. Well, yeah, that's, like, I still find that, I believe yes and no. Like, you don't yeah, think obviously, UFC is real? No, 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 I know it's real, but it's not like it's an old-fashioned street fight. Like, the reason why they think they use gloves is it make it well, last no, a much also, longer. Yeah. That's the whole reason why you have to punch them much more and much harder. But those gloves make it those gloves make it way harder. Make it yeah, way to harder actually punch. like knock out the the person. Right. Instead of if you're in a real fist fight, you're gonna probably if you're not very good at it, you're probably gonna break your own hand and then break his skull at the same time. Like, and if you think about it, those like those those ounce gloves like that you're putting on for like boxers let's just say those are those heavy like those heavier gloves obviously not probably not gonna feel a big difference but it makes a big difference when you're swinging compared to in a street fight that speed in a street fight is a lot faster than it is in a boxing arena because you're not having that weight on your hands yeah 100 percent at the same time but like when you have that adrenaline rush i don't know if You've ever been in a fight or anything, but like I did a. No, I have. Like, have you ever felt that adrenaline rush where they're like, they're still punching you, but you're like, oh, this isn't bad. Like, I can't even feel it. Like, you know, they're punching you. And that's the same for a lot. But when you have that adrenaline rush, you don't really feel pain. Like, adrenaline rush is there to keep you alive. So you, they like, it cuts out your pain, which is like magical that your body does that. It's like, holy crap, that's like interesting how your body does that. Like, I'm going off topic here. At the same time, that's kind of cool how your body's like able to transition from you feel pain and you don't, and you just get the adrenaline rush. So, all your energy is going to the adrenaline rush. So, you're able to escape and actually do things rather than you're more focused on the pain, which is wasting energy on pain rather than the other way around. So it's like that fight or flight instinct where your body doesn't feel the pain. Well, it's just like if you try and drown yourself, your brain is gonna tell you no. Your brain. Well, your is body's gonna your body's, your body's gonna naturally you. try to protect itself, it's, so yeah, it's gonna try to breathe it's in. Trying to protect itself from you dying, it's very hard to kill yourself, basically. I wouldn't say that. Unless you have a gun, obviously. Unless you <laughs> a have gun, some a rope, or anything like that. Against you. But if you try and do anything to your body without any sort of like force like that, your body will literally. Well, I'm not going to go you. jump off a bridge, am I? No. Well, <laughs> no. But you know what I mean? Like, this is kind of weird, but I tried to sleep with my mouth shut so I can get a better sleep. And. Your body's just gonna naturally do it though. If you're no, if your body naturally breathes. I tried to sleep with my mouth taped shut 
and I went to sleep and I guess like during the night I like couldn't really breathe that well through my nose so I woke up in the middle of the night I somehow took the tape off and I put it on the table and I basically saved my body from dying because yeah because your body's, your body's like realizing oh I'm not getting any exactly it's that fight or flight mentality and that's why our body's shit. so genius though at the yeah. same time like your body's fight or flight like it really wants to survive like it, your body teaches your body's really smart and it makes you survive like the only way you're still alive is because of your body it's definitely not you're not controlling that it's all it's all your body. It's like that subconscious part of your mind that nobody really has access to. And I don't think anybody has access to control that. Now, do I believe that? Now, I do believe that uh, Elon Musk's, whatever it's called, uh, the neuro. Is that the, like the chip you put in your brain? Yeah, the chip yeah. you put in your brain where it's able to you're able to control certain things aspects about your life like you're able to control like they did it on a monkey they like put a chip can, in there and then they the only thing i really know about that is like the music thing like you can like play music yeah yeah I that's i think brain. that's going to be like a it's like a tesla essentially where you get all these hidden easter eggs like your your wings flap up and down yeah, and everything like, to music videos <laughs> i think yeah that's also part of it so instead of having earpods it's literally just connected right to your you neurotransponders really, and you're able to hear the music and i feel like it's going to be like intense version of regular airpods because it's connected directly to your brain how is that going to work like in school when like teachers are like take your airpods out who's gonna know exactly but at the same time i think that's i think that's going to be one of those things where it's just like big brother the other day we were talking about like it's going to be mandatory that people get it and then the government basically controls you and no longer have free will because they're able to access your chip and they can see exactly what you did over the last, let's say, 10 years, 10, 15 years. You're not going to be able to hide any of that because your brain is like, it's going to be like a computer chip where they can directly access it. And it's going to be like, it's, that's what, that's what I'm saying. It's like scary. That's how the world's going to work someday. And I really don't, that's why I'm like, if there's ever that chip, I'm, I'm never going to have it. Like I yeah, never want that I, shit. I'm not going to have it. That, there's going to be no, I don't think there's going to be any benefit that's going to outweigh the cons. Now, if I was like paralyzed or something, it's going to teach, it's going to teach itself how to do it. But now, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it's very smart, but at the same time, I don't think I want it though. I honestly don't right. believe I really and want that stuff. We don't really know if it's going to come out or not. Like, I mean, we don't really know anything about the future unless it comes out. Like, that's why I always say, I don't always say this, but I heard this. The present is a gift because you're experiencing it now. When you shouldn't really be thinking about the future or the past, you should be thinking about exactly right now. And I don't really care about the future, to be honest. I don't care what happens. I, I would rather live in the present than the future. Exactly. Like I'm you're not trying to really caught up in the future. I want. I mean, like, I sure I have an idea. I have ideas of how I want it to go, but I'm not always. It's not going to be. It's not going to be 
that yeah. way though yeah. like you're going to come you across really something know. brand new and you're going to take a whole new direction and then go another direction then go another direction and it's going to create you as a person 10 years down the line instead of having that one mentality where like okay i know exactly my path my path it's never going to go that way maybe like one in a hundred million times you set your mind to something it's not always going to go that way like you're setting yourself Oh, I'm only going to eat 1500 calories eating this, this, and this. That's it. I'm going to have those three meals a day and I'm going to stick that to that the rest of my life. By hundred, almost, it's going to be that one in 100 millionth chance that it's actually going to succeed that way. You're going to find other foods because you're going to be bored of that same thing. You want to find something different and you're going to give an opportunities to change that and still maintain that 1500 calories you're still following that one goal in mind 1500 calories a day to lose all that weight and try to it's a, now if you're like a heavier person yeah it's way more maintainable than if you're like less than 20 percent because when you're less than 20 percent your body needs a little bit more food because it doesn't have as much stored fat as everything else that's why i think uh, a lot of older well not older sorry bigger people let's just say that they can like do fasting for like seven eight days straight they have all the fat because they the have body. all that stored energy yeah all that store energy is much more accessible because your body's so used to it now you have to get in your you have to get your body into ketosis using fasting but eventually it'll get there and it'll be like, oh my gosh, like I can sustain myself. I don't have to worry about food. I don't have to worry about this. Now, if you're less than 20%, there's no way you're going to be doing that for very long. You may be doing that for two days and you're like, okay, no more. I'm not doing that stuff again. I mean, like at the same time, it's very good for like resetting your body and getting all that junk food out of your body, getting all that useless energy out of your body. That's why it's like, yeah, it's good sometimes, but you definitely don't want to be like consistently doing that. You definitely don't want to be like, okay, I'm going to do it every single day. I'm not going to eat nothing every now, like once a week, maybe 24 hour fast. Yeah, that'd be okay. Like, I think that would still be maintainable. And if you lose weight that way, great. If you're not losing that more than two pounds, like two pounds should be like the limit for most people because those two pounds makes a huge difference. It like changes your entire mood your entire energy levels based off those two pounds if you're losing more than that your body's gonna like start to shut down if you're under that 20 percent it's really gonna start to shut down i've done it personally if i lose more than two pounds a week it will like try to shut itself down and i don't want to do that and i really don't and i have poor mindset with it my body's constantly hungry i constantly need things i really could not do it and i and it's one of those things like you should not be doing it without like consulting somebody. You got to figure out if your body can even do that. If because that's why a lot of doctors say don't lose more than two pounds, like two pounds should be the limit. Otherwise, you're cutting too much food out of your body. Your body's going to naturally want to go back. It's going to want to bounce back to that original weight. Now, if you're losing it slowly, you're working on yourself as a person back to the original subject. Literally, it's helping you grow as a person instead of doing all this knowledge. You're taking the slower path, but you learn much more about it. 
and your body's essentially doing the exact same thing. It's learning much more about it and it's going to become stronger because you're doing it slowly and not fast. You can't do it fast. It has to be slow and maintainable. It can't be fast and get rich quick mentality. Just like everything else. I think that's going to be all the time we have today. Um, like I said, we'll post weekly, um, Saturdays, I think Saturdays, yeah. Probably. Well, I don't know. We'll we'll have to discuss it still. We still haven't decided. Yeah, we that. haven't really. Figured we haven't out. really uploaded Whenever much yet. So come. you'll see. If you're still here with us, we appreciate you and all that. But we'll just start to get more content out there in the world, and we'll just try to really grow our brand as a person, as each other should say, and grow together. We might get more people on here. We don't know yet. We really want to. I think we really want to take it to a long way. Like we're going to take it slow, just like that mentality. We're going to take it slow and we're going to get there eventually. We're going to post good quality stuff. Well, we're going to try to post good quality stuff. <laughs> Let's be honest here. We are. Going I mean, to. we're going to work on we it are. though. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. Because definitely our first couple of podcasts are not going to be the greatest in the world, but they're definitely going to get there. Yep. And we'll soon have a video up. I don't know when. Probably. 10 podcasts down the line oh maybe oh, maybe 15 knows? 20 we'll yeah, see we we'll see how yet. our budget works yeah <laughs> our budget is our bank accounts so pretty much and it's not good right now so awesome well <laughs> thank you guys for joining and we'll see you next time peace